Hi, welcome back. I'm Neil Hamill from the world of modeling and model management. And here with me is one of my dearest friends and one of the smartest, funniest gals <laughs> I know, Libby Cagle. Hi, Libby. Hi, Neil. Thank you. Thank you. This is so fun having Libby as uh, she and I do our very first podcast, which we're, we're never shy. No, not so much. I don't think I've ever been shy one minute in my life, I... and I know you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that um, for sure. Well, we have the Scorpio thing going. We, well, it's not really. Um, yes, we do. Okay. Your stinger's a little more seasoned than mine, but I'm <laughs> working on it. Because I'm a lot older. <laughs> no, you're not. You're a baby child. No, I'm not, but you are. So, Libby, I want to talk about um, racism a little bit. Okay. And, and specifically racism in the world of fashion and, and modeling. Well, it's, it's a so, hot topic right it now. It is a very hot topic, and it's important. And one. it is important. I mean, we're on this. Let's just, we. it's been started. Right. Let's stay with it till we get it finished. Right. Because this has got to end. It has to end. It's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's hurtful to everybody. You know, I'm uniquely, in my opinion, qualified to talk about it because I represented all of the black supermodels. Count Naomi Campbell. All. Kiara Kabakoru. Beverly Peel. Veronica Webb, who is brilliant. Brilliant. All of them. Uh, I'll, I mean, Noemi Lenoir. I'll never even be able to, on the spot, remember them all, but I had them all. When was the first black model signed, technically? I mean, what era are we Eileen talking Eileen Ford signed um, a, a woman named uh, Naomi Sims, who was kind of the first really mainstream okay and you know beverly johnson oh, beverly who was johnson the was also gorgeous. a ford model who was the, on the first uh black model on the cover of american vogue that was that's huge. pretty mage everyone i ever represented uh had a huge 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 career and i will really tell you that i never looked at them or their career that way mm -hmm. but i knew i had challenges and i had to fight because you were their voice. I, I was mean, their voice. You were and, their... You know, I, I, there were a lot of other people. It wasn't just me by myself. I right. Mean, John von Furstenberg, Andre Leon Talley, another model agent named Beth Ann Hardison. Um, there were a small group of people that were very, very intently focused on this issue. I even was on the Today Show um, with Veronica Webb. Uh, talking about it and this was some years ago and um we used to get castings uh at ford and what is a casting a entail? casting is some agent would get a call from someone a casting director okay. who was casting a fashion show or okay, got ad it. campaign or an editorial for a magazine and you would write down this you fill out this very short form that was very specific information, the who, what, when, where, why, and it would go around to every agent on the booking table. Okay. And it was very common to see no blacks. Oh, like written out? Oh, written out. Because you're writing what they're telling you, right? Oh, dear. Whites, uh, white girls only, no ethnics, no... And it stunned This is in the 90s? Yeah. It was so shocking in a way, and particularly for fashion shows, you know, you'd send up the, the models up for the casting with either the designer and his team or her team and the casting people. And 
some would simply say we're not casting any ethnic girls or black, black girls this this season. Like, and I'd be like, well, you're going to see some anyway. So just and tight. I'm sending X, yeah. Y, and Z. And I'd prepare my clients and I'd say, you know, this might be, uh, they might not be super warm and friendly, but you go and you shine. Yeah. When they see you in person. What an uncomfortable conversation and moment and disappointment for these girls that work so uh, hard. Oh, I've had them all at some point in in a puddle in my office (sighs) because they were so devastated emotionally by something someone said or did or whatever. and. You know, but like managing the supermodels in that era, I'm sure was very different than what we consider to be a model today because the world's so different. But like the Naomi's and the Veronica's, were they just could they feel the tension throughout the entire industry? Did they get some love? Like, was there a breakthrough moment? They felt it, um, but they rose above it. So that's why they kind of they never I never saw any of them participate. And get confrontational and say, you're not casting me because of the color of my skin, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but there was a girl that uh, I've signed who was from Sudan, and she came to New York. And I I knew that this was going to be challenging, <laughs> um, but this is when the things were starting to finally shift a little bit. It wasn't yet the big breakthrough moment, I guess, but it was coming. And she was very, very, very dark-skinned. Beautiful features, beautiful girl, great body, everything. So it was all there. And I said to her, when she first arrived, I said, I'm just going to, I want to have a really honest conversation with you. You've never been to America before. You've never been to New York before. You've never done this before. You've never interacted with people like you're about to interact with. And... I want you to be fully prepared, but I want to manage your expectations because if I don't, you are going to experience perhaps a greater level of unhappiness and disappointment than you might otherwise. So I just want to, here's what I want to tell you. I don't know that you'll ever have a major cosmetics contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've signed... Everyone of Jessica White and everybody else that I'm representing to them, they all have have them. I'm not sure that that's going to be something that will happen for you. Right. And I think that you're going to experience some disappointments. Yeah. I don't know that you're ever going to be the biggest moneymaker. I doubt you're ever going to make Naomi Campbell money, Veronica Webb money, Jessica White money. Right. Noemi Lenoir money. I don't think so because what they are able to step into is the world of everyday modeling which is doing catalogs and stuff you know for tremendous day rates i'm not sure that's gonna happen and i know it's not gonna happen right away if it does happen yeah and i was being very very honest and sharing you know my feelings about it Nothing negative to. I'm like, I brought you here. Obviously, I believe in you. Right. I am on your side. And she, many years later, said in an interview that I was the most negative person, (gasps) that she, that I tried to discourage her in her career, and that 
she felt like she got off to a really rough start. All right. That pissed me off. Yeah. Young girls sometimes don't understand what a business is, but or and and how they and how they fit into a business that is as subjective as fashion and modeling. Nothing's more subjective. But no. also they probably have a little bit of an ego considering they're one of the top 1% most beautiful people on the planet Earth and they're coming right. in thinking the world's about them and this is So I think any criticism's probably not very well received. Ugh. Then don't be a model. Right. <laughs> because it's all you're all it is is how you look. Right. And whether you fit the clothes or not, I say this every day. Someone asks me about modeling, and I say, if you cannot fit the clothes, you are. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are, you will never work. You will never work. Wait, what did you say about Kate Moss? You're like, if one more girl comes up to me and says, "Well, Kate Moss is five five, I can model the like child," move on. You are not Kate Moss. No, <laughs> you are not Kate Moss. Kate Moss has a face that photographers love, love, and that's what got her off the ground. And then she became a thing. But the day that I was on the Today Show talking about racism in the modeling business. With how to copy. Right. I said, you know what? It really comes down to this. If I were black, which I'm not, I wouldn't buy one single thing a designer was trying to sell that they did not represent me in their show, in their advertising campaigns. If I don't mean anything to them, they don't mean anything to me. Amen. And I wouldn't care who it was. Right. Because you need to wear your own initials before you wear someone else's. Right. You know, all that that whole concept of uh, luxury branding and, and, you know, oh, I have to I have to have LV bag and I have that. I just think it's crazy. No, it's kind of crazy. And I said, vote with your dollars. Right. You <clears throat> hold the power. Right. Not me. Not Eileen for not anybody. It starts from the ground up. You hold the power. Get get the message out there to pay attention and to keep score. Right. Because it is really about that. Nothing's going to change until you do. Right. Um, and stop pretending like you're. It doesn't bother you. And you need to speak to people. You are you are the best person, far better than me. Right. To get this in people's faces you're talking about the consumer right and i'm talking about the industry right and the industry as a whole you know you can't go to a fitting and be made to be like, okay well the out of the lineup of 30 you're going to be like 15 in the lineup mm-hmm. no you should if you're not opening the show because of the color of your skin yeah we have a problem right and so Naomi, I wouldn't let Naomi do it. I would not book her for a show unless she was opening it and closing well, it. Well, I can't imagine her outburst if she wasn't opening well, the show. Well, sometimes I Naomi think. and company got a little <laughs> sideways. but I think know. somebody made that mistake one time. But you know what's so awesome about her is her her life force is so huge. It sounds like it. I used to not even, if I was meeting her somewhere, I didn't even need to look up. The you minute she came through the door, <laughs> the, the energy and the DNA in the room would change. And I would be like, okay, my, my, my client's here. I have to hang up. <laughs> and I'd turn around. She'd be here. She'd be coming. Really? That's that kind of power. And Naomi used it in the, in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And she would be like, no, if I'm not opening the show, I'm not doing the show. I don't need $50,000. Right. Who are you? I'm going to stay in bed. I'm the star. And it was part of that. But also just because in her sometimes subtle ways and sometimes not so subtle ways, she's stood up. You know, Veronica, all those girls, you know, and I'm like, you guys have to understand it comes from you. Right. It doesn't come from your management. This has to be something you commit to in every cell in your body. I'm committed, but you have to follow through. Right. If I shove you through the door, you better come through owning it and and ready to make it happen. Yeah. Yes, you have to work harder, be better, because you're in front of this whole thing. That you are you girls are the ones that are pushing the walls down, mm-hmm. knocking the doors down, and you're gonna be held to a higher standard. Right. And that's harder than so just showing up. That's for you to that's for you to do. I'm gonna get you in the door and I'm gonna send you where you're not wanted. Right. But once you're there, own it and come back and just be so awesome that the people in that room cannot deny you. Right. And you had some great tactics too. You would tag along. You would tack on um, a model that wasn't really no one was really interested in to a model that everyone was obsessed with, and say, "Well, you're seeing them both." Yeah, I played that game. Love it. <laughs> so you have smart. to. Yeah, you have to because. But it shows your real devotion to these models and your confidence in them, and you know, kind of changing Am the I, industry as a whole. Well, it wasn't me, but it was a group of people, and everybody was as committed. Yeah. Because um, it's the right thing. It is the I right mean, thing. And, and you know, there's no one that I have ever worked with mm-hmm. or represented or worked for me that would tell you that I have one single racist thought. No. Even. Are you kidding? And those girls felt me. We felt each other. Right. Uh, you know, they were picking up what I was putting down and vice versa. And we made a great team. Right. And we did push through some barriers and knock some walls down and open some doors and got the dialogue started and you know vogue magazine interviewed me about it and you know i'm very proud of this yeah of of all the things that i did in my long career yeah at the very tip top of the model management world worldwide this is something i'm proud of and I, i would i would jump back on today yeah the work goes on it's not over. The struggle is real. And yeah. I mean that in a sincere way. Yeah. We made some progress, but we've got to make a lot more. Michelle Obama being the first African-American first lady was huge. Huge. Let's keep everybody moving in the right direction with the right. Together. together. We're in this together. We are. And, and like supportive, you know, there are bad apples in every part of the society and culture but truly i feel like the the most of america wants the same thing and we want to move forward and oh god i sure hope so i will tell you um i'm most proud of every one of those girls that i represented because they're all champions every single one of them is so proud of them i love them all that's a lot a lot a lot a lot um so we could talk about this for Hours, hours, days, hours. weeks, months, years, and and hopefully people will keep talking about it <laughs> yeah. because things 
change sometimes slowly. Very slowly, yeah. But they've changed a lot, and there's a lot more. There are more miles ahead, and I'm willing to travel them with anybody that's ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody better to travel with. Oh, thank you, Libby. I've I've done some traveling with you. We've done some fun. The most fun trips. Uh, Maybe ever. Ever. Yeah. Thank you, Libby. I love sitting talking to you. I do, too. I just want to do it for thousands of more hours. We will. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks, guys, for listening to our first podcast. It's been so fun. We've had fun. We hope you have. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.